What's up, homies? I'm Erica. And I'm Roshane. And, as always, welcome back, as always, besides last week. Welcome back <laughs> to a new episode. Uh, did you miss us? I think they did. Even if they won't admit it, I think they did a little bit, you know, somewhere deep down. Yeah, I mean, I we missed, well, I won't speak for you, my apologies. But I missed you guys, so <laughs> I hope the feeling is mutual. <laughs> yeah, you guys are all right. No, I'm kidding. I missed you guys. I missed the homies, and I missed us chatting as well. I mean, even though we were kind of still sort of talking right. uh, during our live streams, but I missed this. You know, I missed this time that we have. Right. That's true. It's different. It's different. Like It's different. The live stream is one thing but this this is business this is like <laughs> this is the weekend down to the nitty-gritty when we're recording you know mm -hmm. but we're very very excited to be back recording an episode we would like to just say this is what we will be fondly referring to as what's up homies part two which i'm sure all of you know that we started off our very very first episode was called what's up homies and it was basically like a getting to know us type of episode um mm -hmm. so we wanted to do that again and kind of update anybody ask get to just casually talk as we get into the second season so we're gonna call this like a this is season one and a half when this comes out, <laughs> we're, we're going to call this like, um, this is a very special episode, like a, a holiday episode, if you will, where it could be like the season one director's cut. <laughs> yes. Yes. This is you had to buy the DVD to get this episode, basically. <laughs> um, so that's what this is. We will have our official season two premiere um, coming out next week. But like I said, we just wanted to kind of have a little chit chat with each other and with the homies before we got into our next season. Yeah, because I mean, it's almost been a year, right? But mm -hmm. uh, since the last time we recorded a What's Up Homies, we've gained quite a few homies. Like there are a lot more homies, I think, listening now than there were back when we did our first one. So yeah, we thought it would just be fun to kind of just check in with you guys, check in with each other, and have a fun little uh, part de, if you will, to <laughs> what we what originally started our podcast. Basically, <laughs> yeah, it's very true. It's kind of this is this is really what it was that spurred the idea is just little casual conversations about horror movies. Um, which then evolved into the uh, beautiful peacock swan princess that is <laughs> the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, but 
going back a little bit to what we said earlier, despite the fact that we've been like still live streaming and stuff, I know we said we took a break, but really we didn't take we didn't really take a break. <laughs> like we were still doing stuff. Not at all. <laughs> we just didn't have a new episode on our channel. Um, but that also kind of leads me into this next shout out we would like to make is that while we were on our break, we did an episode with Porcelain Peak, which is a, another horror slash sci-fi podcast um, that is their friends of our podcast. We've actually been on their show before, but when we were on there before, we just did like a trivia segment with them, which was a lot of fun. <laughs> and but Also my nightmare, I was but just about tons to, of fun. I was about to say it was fun for me. Um <laughs> Not so much for you, but we we worked as a team, so it wasn't too bad. Mm-hmm. But and I got a question right. I got I got a question right. What so question? I'm still proud of that. What question? Did you uh, it was how to dispose of a zombie, which I mean, I rolled my sleeves up and I was like, say less. I know everything that there needs to be known. Yeah, that question was kind of. I almost feel like they purposefully chose that question. Yeah. For you. So shout out, shout out to Porcelain Peak for not letting me go on to their show <laughs> and not giving at least one question that I could answer. <laughs> Yo, I appreciate y'all. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for the assist um, on that one. <laughs> but yeah, we were on their show. Well, it actually comes out today. The episode comes out today. So, and when I say today, I mean Monday, if you were listening to this on Monday. Um, so yeah, go check that out. And also check out their other episodes. They are awesome. Their show is awesome. They put a ton of work into it, and it really shows. And they've got a poop ton of episodes that you can Mm -hmm. go back and re-listen to. So please go listen to the episode we were on for them. And, yeah, just check them out, homies. We'd appreciate it. Also, I am totally stealing that. Uh, a poop ton to describe large quantities <laughs> of something <laughs> just so you ton. know fully full robbery i'm taking that no please do you don't have to rob i'll give it to you <laughs> oh, I mean, okay i'm sure there's many things that you've said that i just started saying and acted like i came up with on my own that's okay i'll be collecting residuals for those eventually well, don't you worry yeah. Okay, I feel like we're even now that I gave you poop time, but all right, sure. <laughs> but talking about season one, and mm-hmm. how are you feeling? We're 51 episodes in now, and right. I don't know, what are your thoughts? How are you feeling about how season one went? Um, I mean, I feel really good, honestly, about what we did in season one. Uh, I feel like we accomplished a lot. We got to watch some really cool films and have some really great discussions. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, getting to learn the ins and outs of running a podcast and the things that you have to do was very challenging. I'm not going to lie. It wasn't an easy task. But now that we've pushed through and learned some stuff, I'm glad that we did. Um, I feel better for it. And I, I think for me, the biggest difference today um compared to a year ago is is honestly just confidence level when it comes to um you know doing this in terms of like at this point in time i think we've put in the work 
you know we've uh we've done we we've done the research we we've we've been on the ground floor we've lost many nights of sleep um editing finding information all that junk yada 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 mm-hmm. um and so the hard part about doing the podcast i think that period has kind of passed um and now we're in the um the uh the polishing portion mm. of the podcast like i love i love all the different things that we've added throughout season one i think if you homies listen carefully like from beginning to end you'll see the different you'll see the moments when we like figured out a new thing that we can do and then kind of just slipped it into the podcast i loved every time that happened um just all in all the the journey i think is is my favorite part seeing seeing the beginning stages where we're where we were at and where we are now is probably my favorite part um but what about you how are you feeling about homies of horror one year in i agree i agree with that um yeah i feel like i'm very proud of how far we've come as far as you know getting all of that those podcast details down and just kind of figuring out our style and how we wanted the show to be structured and I feel like now that we have a really good base that I'm just excited for us to build upon that and continue Mm -hmm. to try new things and it's one of those things where yeah we might try new things and maybe they won't work but I'm I agree I'm confident enough now where even if even if we don't like something, we can. I know that we can pivot, and we'll still have a really good time. And you know, we'll try. We'll continue to try until we find what we really like and what really works for us. Which I don't know if that was something that I was always as confident with. Like in the mm-hmm. beginning, if if we needed to change something, I almost was worried about changing it, or worried about how that would you know, how that episode would come out because we were trying something new or I wasn't always sure if if I did, if I was happy with how, you know, I had a conversation or ex- things like that. And I don't know, now, yeah. now it just feels a lot more fun. Not to say it hasn't always been fun, but I used to feel stressed sometimes about the way that episodes would come out because I just wasn't sure you know how it sounded or if it went as well as it could and now every episode I'm just excited for like the finished product because I know we're gonna find something we love about it afterwards yeah so And, and I mean that comes with like any like putting any work out there into the ether for people to look at it's always nerve-wracking especially at first when you don't know what you're doing um i don't know how many of the homies know that we really did start from like zero when it comes to like knowledge of how to do this stuff so um you know over time getting to do it more thankfully it eases that and a lot and like you said it allows us to have more fun try new things um get kind of silly with some of the stuff that we do and you know some of that stuff sticks some of it doesn't but ultimately as long as the process is fun uh i think that's the important part too yes yeah i totally i totally agree with that and i'm 
I don't know. I just, I look forward every, I, I've always looked forward every week to us having discussions. Mm-hmm. But now that we have a grasp on things, I, I go into it feeling a lot more at ease. It's much mm-hmm. more comfortable now. And not to say I don't still have my, like, freak out moments because I definitely do (laughs) Um, (laughs) most of them happen before we start recording so (laughs) you probably (laughs) don't have to hear about them too too often and most of them are technology induced um, because that is one thing I will say I still am a newborn baby when it comes to technology knowledge Mm -hmm. and that is something I do want to improve on Hey, you've come you've come real far. You've Thank come you. real far. All right, don't sell yourself short there. Thank you so much. It's been <laughs> a real <laughs> It's been a battle. Um I've come out with gray hairs. A couple. <laughs> but you know what? It's fine. It's fine. Um but yeah, I'm really really looking forward to We've got a couple ideas for this new season. I'm really, really excited to try them out and mm-hmm. see how it goes and see if you homies like it. Because above all, obviously, it's important that we like what we're doing, but also we want the homies to love it. So, yeah, I'm just excited to get going and get into some movies and see what you guys think. But I would like to know. Yes. What are your favorite, some of your favorite episodes from our first season? Or your favorite, if you have like a definitive one that you know is the favorite. Uh, But if you don't, I get it. And I'm giving you leeway to choose a couple. (laughs) Because I don't know if I'll be able to choose just one. Yeah, I feel that. It's always hard when you have to pick your favorite anything. Or it's like, oh, okay, what is it? I have I have different favorites for different things, I think. Um, in terms of like actually putting an episode together from like recording to editing to the finished product, mm-hmm. I think um, both Blackula and Get Out <laughs> were two of my favorites just because I loved the conversations that we had. Um, I loved what we ended up putting into the edits and then I loved how the finished products ended up um sounding those are two episodes that i'm definitely super proud of and um really enjoyed doing both of those as far as movie maybe that i hadn't seen before that kind of surprised me um i'm probably gonna give that to dave made a maze actually Mm. because that was one that was kind of left field for us um but i ended up really liking that movie and then we had a pretty cool discussion about that one as well and then I think, honestly, an episode that meant a lot to me, and I'm really glad that we did, was actually our uh, Horror Noir episode. Because that was one of those episodes where we had to do, like, a lot. Like, a lot of, like, background, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Research? Um, yes, thank <laughs> you. Uh, a lot of, back- I was like, what is that word? We had to do a lot of background research for that, and it was a very enlightening movie, or sorry, documentary that um, taught me a lot of things that I didn't know, mostly about the importance of horror in general to the entertainment industry, and then subsequently, um, black people's role within the industry, and how these two things coincide with each other and move in tandem. It was a lot of things that 
I, even as somebody who's been a horror fan for a long time, did not know very much about. And so after doing that episode, I really had a newfound appreciation for this genre and the history of it. Uh, it's one of those things that um, I don't think necessarily everybody looks into. Like, I think a lot of us love horror movies, but we don't necessarily go back and, you know, see where it all started. Um, so that was a that was a really um, fun episode as well that I do hold near and dear. Mm. But I think those will be my picks for my <laughs> one favorite episode. Okay. Um, how about you? Same question. Um, so I agree with Blackula that I really just I had a lot of fun recording that episode. And I also mm-hmm. had a lot of fun watching that movie and i'm glad that we did that i don't know if i would have you know sought that movie out if we didn't know we were going to be doing that for the podcast and Mm. i'm so happy that i watched it and i loved talking about it so i would put black hila up there i would also put i would put grabbers up there i think i've mentioned that one before oh oh, i forgot about that yeah that was a a good one just because the way that we went about it, not even just recording, if nobody, if you guys don't know, that's our drunk episode or our drinking episode. But even before we got to recording it, just the way that we led up to that and when watching the movie together and, you know, drinking beforehand was just a lot of fun. And yeah. I I really enjoyed the conversations that we had during that episode. (laughs) And I also really enjoyed editing that episode as well because Oh, I can imagine. You're trying to get you trying to get through the synopsis was just it's top tier. Top tier for me. Oh my god. Um so I really, really like that episode. And you know what? I Kind of going down that same path of enjoying the process up to it, I have to give it up to our Into the Dark countdown as well. Because oh, yeah, true, 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 true. That was one of those things where we had the idea and we knew it was going to be a lot of work, but we were, you know, we were up for it and we were willing to try it. And I think both of us kind of put our procrastinator pants on and really like you know (laughs) kind of watched a bunch of those movies right before recording and so the nice thing about that was it was still really really fresh in our minds and so when we had our initial conversation when we were putting them in their ranking i mean i think that's maybe the most we've disagreed about a movie about movies because we yeah. were on complete ap- ap- like opposite sides of the spectrum with some of those movies and we really were duking right. it out for that ranking but i loved discussing the movies with each other and how differently we experienced some of them and then right, 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 i loved just right. when we just got to kind of chat and go through our ranking because i actually Despite us not feeling the same about some of the movies, I actually am very, very happy with the way that the ranking came out. I think it's a good combination of our two thoughts 
So I'm yeah. actually pretty pleased with the our official ranking on that. I uh, agreed, <laughs> agreed. Yeah, that that episode, the process of making that episode is something that I will never forget. <laughs> it is burned into my brain. The sheer amount of hours I spent watching Into the Dark will never be forgotten. And yeah, I think we did a fantastic, I agree with you, I think we did a fantastic job in collaborating um, there because you're right, we had two different, to- totally different perspectives, mm-hmm. um, but we managed to find some common ground and then we, the episode sounded fantastic and I loved yeah, it. Yeah, so, we begrudgingly um, found some common ground on some of those, <laughs> for being honest. We did, we did have to box a little bit on some <laughs> of those. Did. We had to fight we for did. a little bit, but <laughs> but I mean, okay, so we kind of got favorite episodes. Um, I know, speaking of episodes that were fun, um, kind of around that same time, we actually did something a little different where we did our Q&A episode with the homies, mm-hmm. which I thought was really fun um to one get to kind of go back to the roots kind of like this of like having just casual conversations within the realm Mm -hmm. but then also seeing you know what kind of questions people were interested in and what stuff the homies want to know about us um there were some really great questions that got asked um last time and i know we had discussed potentially maybe today uh doing something a little bit similar um for each other Mm -hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, you are correct, 100%. Um, So we've each prepared questions that we are going to ask each other. We have not heard these questions prior to us recording. So you are going to be getting live off of the dome answers to these. (laughs) (laughs) And we also also tried to get questions that weren't asked in the first Q&A that we did. So... Please feel free to go back and listen to that Q&A to get, like, all of that information. Uh, but we tried not to have any mm-hmm. repeat questions. Right. Just so that y'all were getting some fresh perspectives on stuff. Which I believe was our holiday episode, right? Yes, I think so. I think that was our holiday special. Okay. I think you're right. Um, yeah, so go back and listen to the holiday special if you guys haven't yet. Also, uh, it is still the month of May. When this is coming out, today is May 31st, and as you homies may know, May is Asian Pacific American Heritage Month, and we did not want to let the month go by without, you know, bringing that up and just kind of giving our gratitude and just mm-hmm. to the to Asian horror, I would like to say it hits different, y'all. <laughs> it slaps, and we we had to we had to talk about that. <laughs> like we just had to give it 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 the respect it deserved, because I think uh, America, I'll say American horror, um, we borrow a lot from Asian horror, whether it be completely remaking the movie or just, you know, barring ideas. But we don't know we don't always do it well. Um <laughs> and it's something that I would just like to say and that I just wanted to mention is that I think it is worth it to go and just look into like if there's a horror movie that comes out and you you really like it, I think it is worth it to look and see if it has been adapted 
from something. And if it has, go and watch, you know, what it has been adapted from. Because Mm -hmm. I will say a lot of movies that we adapt from Asian horror, we don't do well. And then and then that's just it. It's like, oh, well, that movie is bad. When really there's a beautiful, like wonderfully made horror movie that if you're willing to watch it in the original language, I'm telling y'all, I mean, it hits. Like it really (laughs) is straight to the veins. It hits. I cannot stress that enough. Like they, They are so creepy and the storytelling of them is so amazing. Yeah, they definitely have a different style, um, very specific to their culture, which is dope. It's awesome to see because it's something different than what we're used to. Um, and then getting to see the comparisons between those and, you know, sometimes the terrible remakes that we do in uh, mm-hmm. English. is It's kind of funny. It's kind of fun to do. Um, but yeah, big shout out to, um, you know, Asian culture for producing so much great content for this genre i'm curious do you, do you have any like uh standout uh movies from that region so yeah i mean there's a ton of of really really great ones but i'm gonna shout out one that i actually just watched and mm-hmm. i really really enjoyed um and that is the movie hashtag alive oh i will actually watch that did like you? a couple months ago oh my gosh mm-hmm. it's on netflix what did you think i i liked it i mean but you know me like anything with zombies in it i'm just a sucker yeah. for it's funny because uh i definitely had the thought for the plot of that movie which is essentially a dude trapped in his house um during the zombie apocalypse but it's like semi-current so you know very internet heavy and all this stuff um i i thought about that like i think during quarantine i was like what if you were just trapped in your house and then lo and behold that popped up on my netflix Mm -hmm. queue so i was like oh let me watch this i liked it i thought it was fun that was a good movie i really really enjoyed it it was one of those things where i had been seeing it for a while and from the trailer it looked like it was up my alley and that's this is not to say that i don't like zombie movies i just think between the two of us i'm probably less into them um most likely (laughs) or or i should say i guess it just takes a very specific one to kind of scratch that itch for me because there are so many of them and that i think i just got burnt out of them after a while Mm -hmm. and i can't remember the last time that I watched a zombie movie that wasn't for this, I mean, I enjoyed it so much more than I was expecting to. And I think that that is because the story of it was very engaging already. And then you add in this element of zombies. And I have to agree with you. It's because I was watching it and then my boyfriend came in a little bit into when it started just to check it out and then he ended up sitting and watching the entire movie and mm-hmm. we were discussing the what like <laughs> we we were discussing what we would do if we were in <laughs> our apartment and what our thought process would be and how we would try and navigate this situation because yeah like you said it's all about this young man who is in his apartment when the zombie outbreak starts. And so he, because he lives in an apartment complex, 
he can't easily get out of it. So he has to stay in his apartment. And it's about the isolation that he feels and dealing with, okay, well, how do I, you know, how do I survive on the food and the water that I have here? And will anybody ever come to rescue me? Is base mm-hmm. the basic plot of it. And the basics. The basics. Just the basics. And yeah, I don't know. The, the way the story played out, the acting, the characters, and even the zombies... They're not the most original zombie. At, at this point, it's hard <laughs> to have an original zombie. I think we've kind of gotten through all of the k- kinds of zombies we will have. But still, something about these zombies is pretty creepy. The way that they move and the way that they turn. And there's a certain amount of intelligence to this. these zombies. They have just enough intelligence where... You can tell that something's still clicking up there, but like mm-hmm. there's still zombies at the same time. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed this. It's about an hour forty, but it doesn't feel like it. It honestly yeah. goes by in a flash. I, something I just have to mention: this is mm-hmm. the one time when, because most, like I said, most of the time we're taking their movies and remaking them. I will, this movie, I guess, is based off of a screenplay called Alone, which was originally written as an American horror film. And then the man who wrote that original screenplay co-adapted it with the director of Hashtag Alive. But they both came gotcha. out the same year. But Hashtag Alive came out first, and then Alone came out later on in the year. And when I say that, I mean 2020. They came out last year. Um, mm-hmm. But as far as I can tell, Hashtag Alive <laughs> uh, has been received much better than Alone has. Oh, okay. Um, I'll, have to, I'll have to check that one out, because I don't... I don't think I heard about Alone at yeah, all. Yeah, I think that it's on streaming now. Um, so I might watch it just to see, because now I'm like, okay, is that hypocritical of me to say, like, check out where it originally came from, and then I'm not going to watch alone. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, so I might check it out just to compare and contrast. What about you? Uh, Well, I mean, like you said, there are so many. Uh, if I was going to pick one off the top of my head, I think uh, as of late, I've been a huge fan, same genre with zombies, but Train to, Train to Busan uh, was a very big standout movie for me. I was not expecting to like it as much as I did, but like I saw zombies and I was like, ooh, let me click on this. <laughs> and that movie is absolutely fantastic. Um, you guys, if you haven't watched Train to Busan, even if you don't like zombies that much, it's still just a really great film. Um, I think everybody should check that out maybe not so much the sequel i honestly i tried watching the sequel and i got like halfway through and i was i, I got a little bit bored what's that one peninsula um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um not that it's necessarily bad it's just like it's a different movie um so if you're expecting train to busan 2 like an actual it's it's different um but the original is definitely up there one of my favorite um zombie movies as of late um so i, I think i'd shout that one out but then I would also shout out uh, uh, director uh, Takashi Shimizu, who uh, is the man behind the like original grudge, like the, the Japanese version. 
Um, so just a shout out to that director because, like, I mean, that that figure of the Juan, the Grudge, has existed for so long now, and so you know you got to give credit where credit's due in creating this just uh, staple for the horror genre because um, you cannot see black hair and white dress uh without thinking the grudge at this point so and i will shout out oh go ahead to them as well yeah no, that was it that i will also say if anybody is out there thinking well the grudge you know the grudge american version was good it's because he directed the american version so <laughs> uh that's why it was good because he said mm-hmm. i will do the story again yeah please. nobody nobody's messing this one up <laughs> don't touch, no, 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 i got don't it. touch I got this it. i got it. i i got this so that's why that one is also a great movie um but yeah also did you know they're making um an american version of train to busan yeah i'm real salty about it why why are they doing that <laughs> i just it was good it was they 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 didn't need to make an adaption for that one uh oh my i'm i'm not gonna go down this route because i've actually gone down this rat hole <laughs> with a couple people who brought it up but my simplified feelings about it are the original is really good just get over it and watch the subtitles yeah it's like train to train to know how set in la <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah homies those are just a couple movies that we wanted to shout out like i said there's a bunch that we could talk about um but the other movies that I thought of maybe shouting out, I would actually prefer us to have full episodes on. So mm-hmm. we're going to hold off on those. Um, I'm sure there's many that you guys are thinking of. We will probably talk about them in the future. So <laughs> that is why we're only going to shout out a couple. Uh, just as I think these are good introductions into these movies if you guys have not seen any at all and if you already like them you're gonna like these movies um so take a look at those also i want to shout out terror nova podcast because i know that all month long they have been focusing on asian horror um so hey that's what's up that's it. so check them out if you want to hear some more like more in-depth knowledge about it then go check out their episodes from all this month because they covered a bunch of different topics. But without further ado, should we jump into a little homie to homie Q and A? Yeah, some 21, 21, uh, I was gonna uh, twenty one savage. I was gonna say twenty one questions, <laughs> but that's we don't have twenty one questions. <laughs> I was gonna say I was like, oh, you had twenty one questions. Oh, that's why I'm very ill prepared. That's why I hesitated. Then... <laughs> because i didn't want to scare you i do not have 21 questions <laughs> oh my god okay thank god my bad heart stop for a second <laughs> um so would you like me to ask the first question or would you like to go first oh why don't you go first let me see see what kind of questions erica's rocking she's trying to hit me with right now let's go what you got okay so this actually kind of goes off of what we just finished talking about Okay. As the zombie guy, what is your zombie survival plan? What do you have in place? So say right now we're recording the podcast. Mm-hmm. The, 
the news, the the sirens start blaring. You turn on the TV. <laughs> zombies spreading aco- across Los Angeles. Everybody's fending for themselves. Good luck. What's your next <laughs> <Okay>. move? <laughs> All right. So here's the plan. Mm-hmm. All right. We go to the Winchester. Oh, my grab God. A <laughs> um, so first and foremost, uh, I've thought through this way more than I should. Um, and the first thought is if a zombie apocalypse really did happen and you're in L.A., just, you know, it's it's probably a wrap. <laughs> mm-hmm. My guys and gals, it's, it's, you're probably donezo. There's just too many. It's too populated of an area. So um, survival expectancy, real, real low. I think waiting as long as possible, in my opinion, is probably the smartest thing you can do. Like if you're in a location that's relatively secure, mm-hmm. you may as well just stay there. Because leaving and traveling at all is just, like, the biggest risk you can take during the zombie apocalypse. Right. Um, you want to you be moving, but you don't want to be moving too soon because everybody's panicking. The zombies haven't, haven't been fed yet, so you know they're really, really hungry. They're going around looking for anything they can chomp on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say in a slightly unrealistic, because I don't think I'd be able to do this immediately, I think the best case scenario would be a boat. Get on a boat, sail a little bit off of shore, last there as long as you could, dock, come back for supplies, and just repeat until hopefully somebody saves you. I mean, this is, you know, under the under the assumption that uh, that zombies can't swim, which I would very much assume they couldn't. Um, right. But if I'm going to make a quick shout-out, if you want a very great, um, it's a little bit older now, but... Very concise, fun little read. You should check out the Zombie Apocalypse Survival Guide, um, which I do own. It's a little bit too far out of reach for me to grab right now, but uh, it's a very fun book that goes very into detail about how you would really survive the zombie apocalypse and what your best options would be. So if my plan doesn't work for you, I definitely recommend you check that book out and uh, and see if something in there helps you out a little bit more. <laughs> All right, so my first one for you okay. is it's a, this is the this is my appetizer question for you. Okay. okay. Um. So since doing this podcast, has your feelings toward any specific genre or series in horror changed? Yeah, actually, you know what? I would say that my feelings towards alien movies have improved. Okay. Because as great as alien movies can be, I don't actually I'm gonna say alien movies and creature creature movies. Monster gotcha. movies. Um because those genres as you know, as great as they can be, I don't think particularly alien movies, because I think for, for monster movies, I can watch those and enjoy those and accept that, you know, I might not be afraid of them, but that's okay. But for aliens, I think a lot of times those movies are trying to prey on a fear that you may have. And it, they always they that didn't always hit for me. Like I didn't always necessarily feel that way. And if an alien movie wasn't up to the standard of alien, I was not always that into it. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I think the more that we've kind of talked through these things and I would say probably our episode that we did on the fourth kind and just kind of talking to people about them and 
thinking back in retrospect about that movie, I, I see more now how that can be creepy in its own right without needing all of the, you know, fluff and zhuzh that horror movies may always have. And then I don't necessarily always need to see the alien. It's the idea and the concept of it that can be equally as creepy. And the same thing for monster movies is as silly as a monster may be, it can still be creepy in its concept and in its idea. And if you, you know, take into account maybe how all of the history behind the monster and thinking about what it could potentially do to you and different things like that, that can still be creepy and that can still Mm. be horror. And I don't need, I don't necessarily need blood and guts on screen for it to be effective. And I think that those two genres, maybe that's the thing that I was always kind of missing from them is that mm-hmm. same feeling of a slasher movie and that same gut that, like visceral yeah and that like guttural feeling of you know seeing somebody die in those movies i don't always get that from those kinds of movies but i don't think that's completely necessary anymore um because i mention this a lot and i think as time goes on i'm appreciating it more and more that your imagination is worth a million dollars and what you can imagine happening to people is sometimes better than what can be shown on screen so Mm -hmm. i'd say those two genres i've gotten more of an appreciation for i'm still on the fence about possession movies maybe this season will get me (laughs) <laughs> maybe we'll we'll get some more in there and it'll get me more on board that's fair that's fair and i mean we do have uh you know the new conjuring movie coming so true we'll see true. all right okay good answer good answer good answer ding, ding, ding. okay so <laughs> what is a movie mm-hmm. that everybody loves and everybody raves about but you just cannot you can't see it Hmm. Oh, all right. Which one of these is not going to get me in trouble? Uh, honestly, I think we've talked about it a little bit. But for me, I think it's got to be The Shining. I think it's a little overrated. Mm-hmm. Okay. That may, be, uh, that may be a hot take. I'm sorry, homies, if that's like one of your favorites. But I don't know. It's like it's weird because I feel like every time I watch The Shining, I like it a little bit less. <laughs> It's yeah. it, it's very strange. Like I remember watching it as a kid, being like, "Okay, this is okay," but then subsequently, every time I've watched it since, I'm like, "Eh, I just get bored. I feel like it drags." Um, yeah. But maybe there's something that I'm missing there. There's a level of appreciation. I also never read the book too, so that could be a thing in there. But I don't know. Whenever people are like, "Oh, The Shining's one of the greatest horror movies of all time," I'm like, "It's one of the most important ones for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm one of the best." Oh, I don't know. I don't know about all that. I will say, as a person who has also read the book, I would agree with you. I don't think it's like the best horror movie of all time, and 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 I I really really like the book a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But no, I agree with you on that. <laughs> okay, I'm not alone. 
Oh, thank you. Know, you know now we have to do a Shining episode. Ah, uh, yep. And then I'm just going to get canceled on Twitter because I hate The Shining. I don't hate The Shining. That's 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 excessive. I just, like, it, it bores me. Yeah. If you could be in one of the horror movies we covered, and this is either to be an actor in it or to actually live through the events of the movie, which one would it be? Probably the final girls. Oh, that's a good pick. I think that's I would say pick. both. I feel like that movie would be really, really fun to act in because it just looks like a blast and it looks mm-hmm. like everybody had such a good time. But also, I think I would live through that movie as well because I kind of feel like I would be able to beat it. Now, granted, <laughs> either I would have to die in order to make somebody else the final girl or I would have to be the final girl. True. But... It, it, it's a movie like it's a movie within a movie so i th- it would still hurt like uh when people die in the movie it definitely looks like it still hurts as if you were dying mm-hmm. in real life but i think i would be okay in that in that movie <laughs> so i'm gonna say that for both of my answers okay that's like that's a really good pick that's a really good pick <laughs> I, I didn't even think about that but that would be a, that would be a really fun one mm-hmm. okay i'm quite satisfied with that answer. i am satisfied I'm pleased. <laughs> okay. So, you recently on your Twitch channel, shout out to the Twitch, um, played through almost all of the Resident Evil games. This is true. I want your top three. Now that you've played through the two newest ones as well, because mm-hmm. you hadn't played Biohazard before, right? No, I hadn't so played it before. Biohazard and then Village that just came out. Mm-hmm. Now that you've played through those, I would like your ranking of what you consider to be the top three best Resident Evil games. Okay. All right. I thought you were going to have me rate all of them. Nah. I was like, I haven't even, I haven't even done that for my <laughs> Twitch channel yet. Like, I don't, I don't have that list prepared. Um, I think, okay. So, if I was going to do the top three, I don't think this is actually in a particular order because the top three are just like, I enjoyed these ones the most. Mm-hmm. Um, Resident Evil 4 will always be on that list just for the nostalgia factor. Um, before playing through the newest ones, I did go back and play that for the first time since ch- uh, childhood. And I had just as much fun uh, second time through as I did back then. So, like, 4 is always going to be on there. Um Village, absolutely. Um, I know that one very recently came out, so maybe not a lot of people have had a chance to play that one. Mm -hmm. But if you haven't played Village, um, you really should because it is a fantastic game just um, by itself. But then as an entry into the series, I think it's really, really good too. Um, So Village for sure is up there. And I want to put Bioshock on the list. It's actually going to be number four. Mm-hmm. um but just it it it's like it's in tandem with with village you you should play through biohazard before you play village just so you get the full story right um but i'd put that one as number four because number th- three on this list of three would have to be the resident evil 2 remake mm. um that game was an absolute blast um it's one of the one one of the remakes that really stood out to me as like it's super well done 
um remakes can always go one way or the other right either they're great or they're trash and there was a lot of love put into that remake and i think they captured a lot of the same essence from the original um resident evil 2 mm-hmm. and it was one of the few during my playthrough on twitch actually that i went through and played every um every perspective that you could play in that game because a lot of the resident evils you can play as multiple characters um that was one of the few where i played through all the perspectives because i wanted to see everything that happened nice. so yeah so resident evil 3 res or sorry resident evil 4 resident evil village and then resident evil 2 remake would be my top three all right. resident evil games to play nice you heard it here mm-hmm. folks that's that's it that's, that's it. the official don't let anybody tell you otherwise <laughs> uh okay uh my next one for you is what do you think is the scariest setting for a horror movie? I'm kind of partial to like a hospital. Ooh, okay. Or any kind of medical setting, mainly because the tools. It's particularly when they're like abandoned because mm-hmm. I always think that the tools used within those places, if anybody were to use those tools on me, would be really, really scary. And Mm -hmm. so I like it in movies when people are in, and and it usually ends up being some kind of um, abandoned medical place that I've usually seen it as. But also too, I I can't remember the name of the movie, but I I have seen some where people get taken to, they get taken to this hospital and they're doing like weird experiments on people, and mm-hmm. that I think is also a side of it. Just the idea of someone experimenting on you and doing things yeah. to you is really creepy, and I just put that you know i i always think of some evil doctor when i think of that and so it automatically puts me into a hospital so i always think that that setting and i think it's also because two hospitals are nobody wants to go to a hospital you know it's you know, you, you go because you have to go. And so hospitals are already kind of unfortunate places to be already, unless it's like a happy occasion, like you're giving birth and then like, congratulations. But you know what I mean? Like <laughs> hospitals are yeah. already kind of one of those places because they're just kind of clinical and, you know, they have that lighting and you know that there are people that are really sick there. And so if you take that and then you, you make it completely dark and dirty and dusty. Ugh. And also they're yeah. just endless hallways that lead True. to more hallways. That all look the same. And if I was trapped there, that would be terrifying. And so, <laughs> yeah, I always feel like that already is just such a creepy environment and so i i like watching movies where people are trapped in and hosp- hospitals because it just feels like this endless labyrinth of pain <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah i'll go with that okay. fair enough fair enough if you could play any horror villain who would you want to play and why? Blackula, baby. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Call it back. It, that popped into my head instantly. I don't even know if that's my first choice, but it's the first thing that I thought of. 
that would be a lot of fun um a modern day blackula getting to tackle that and just trying to be black dracula i think would be a very fun experience mm -hmm. and i think there's just there's so many ways that you can take that and the version that we got is fantastic i love it but you know you got options so it's like it's a very non-restrictive -rest role that you could have a lot of fun with mm -hmm. so i think for sure uh if i had the chance uh cough cough hint hint uh anybody <laughs> of importance listening um i would kill to be uh, a modern day blackula i could see that hey, <laughs> hey. that's all i wanted to I hear i just need one oh <laughs> i just need one starting the spec script already let's go <laughs> put put me in put me in as that one guy what was Which the one? one that just kept the... popping up in the club <laughs> i can't remember what his name oh, is oh oh uh uh skill some, skillet some big, big skillet not big skillet is it was it big skillet it's some Whatever, we'll skillet call it, yeah some skillet 100 <laughs> percent cast of the role of skillet <laughs> okay all right i got i got two more for you okay um first one will be it is you and the killer in a horror movie and you are about to sacrifice yourself to stop this killer what would be your dying one-liner okay wait because i feel like i would want my one-liner to like coincide with the, the killer okay but let's say let's say you're gonna blow yourself up let's say that's that's what's happening you're you're in a space with the killer you've got the detonator in your hand and you're delivering a one-liner before you light that building sky high what do you say Oh God! <laughs> maybe I do like a little. Maybe I do like a a a, a lyric quote. <laughs> like maybe okay. maybe I'd say like. It's it's getting hot in here, or and then I blow it up, or I'd say like. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like that. One. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> It's getting hot. <laughs> and then press the detonator. <laughs> I don't know. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right. I'm I'll end it. I'll just go with that then. We'll just go. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's like one of those things where all I can usually think of are music lyrics whenever I mm -hmm. need something. So. Might as well just end it like that. <laughs> Go out like we started. Yeah. With yeah. music lyrics. With Nelly, you know. <laughs> with Nelly. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm cool with that. That, that. that works for me. That works for me. <laughs> okay. Um, so this is the last one I had for you. Okay. What horror movie... Would you like, would you actually like to see be remade because you think it can be done better? Hmm. Just to like help my brain, I'll go from something that we covered. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think I might have to, I might have to backtrack on that because I was going to say, I was going to say once upon a time at <laughs> Christmas, but it did get remade. <laughs> <laughs> 
and I haven't watched it yet, but something tells me it ain't. that it hasn't fixed. I may be speaking too soon, <laughs> but I'm, I'm not sure about that. Um, so I'll hold off on that. I'll hold off on that judgment until I actually see the sequels for that movie. Um, but you know what? In that, sa- in that same realm, uh, maybe Santa Jaws. Mm. Maybe Santa Jaws. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even think it's Santa Jaws. That's a hard question. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Okay. This is also kind of a segue off of that question. Like, if they brought Samuel Jackson and LL Cool J back, would you want to <laughs> see them remake Deep Blue Sea? I don't think so. <laughs> and that might be that might be the weird take, but it was like, I don't want anything to, to sully my love of that movie. I agree. And... I think for whatever reason, they would just be brought back um, to die. Uh, unless it's like, unless they're doing a genuine, like, from the ground up, like, remake of the movie just with today's technology. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I'd want to see it uh, personally. Yeah. You know what? And I think they're kind of already doing it. But I would really love to see them because we talked about it, uh, just redo the Resident Evils the way that they mm. should be done mm-hmm. and have them be a lot closer to the actual games. Because if I learned anything from playing Biohazard and uh, Village is that you can, even though Resident Evil story is ridiculous, it's a lot of fun. Right. It's a lot of fun. And I think the writers for, especially for the later games, did a good job of like writing really cool and creepy concepts um, and pretty interesting characters as well. So I personally would love to see them tackle the Resident Evil series again, but this time stick a lot closer to the source material and just trust that it'll actually play out on screen. Mm, Okay. So yeah, I think I think I think the OG Resident Evil movie, although that movie still, you know, has a special place in my heart nostalgia wise. Um, I'd love to see the the video game version um, done up for the OG, which I do think that's what they're going for um, soon. Because I I know whatever they're shooting for the next Resident Evil thing, not the not the animated one that just got a trailer released not too long ago, but like they're going back to like the mansion from the first game, so. I'm excited to see what they do with that. Um, okay. You know what other movie I would like to see get done again? Not to say that what? I don't enjoy the original one. I enjoy it in all of its for what it is, but it could be better, guys. Let's be honest. Is that one movie, um, Stay Alive? Stay Alive. Have you ever seen that movie? I don't think I have. It's one of those one. It's the movie where they play this video game and if you die in the video Uh game then the villain from the video game kills you in real life oh no i haven't seen that i would like the only version of that i've seen is jumanji (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's that um zathura type beat you feel me gotcha um but yeah it's it came out like 2006 and i would like to see it tried again okay um all right i'll have to check that out and see um i will argue though that i do think they did do that and it is called jumanji 2 uh but <laughs> yeah but nobody's really gonna die nah, i know i know i'm, I'm no totally but you are kidding. you I'm are totally... right i did forget that 
in the remake, the Jumanji <laughs> remake. It's a video game and not a board game. But it's particularly now with all of the technology that we have and like the way that video games are now, like yeah and twitch stream you know people that stream like i feel like they could do so much stuff with that that yeah there's there's definitely a there's a big market right now for like that realm so hopefully they they take note and do some cool things uh within it yeah but okay all right well i got my last question for you You ready all right it's a it's a slightly sappier question i think but for my last question for you erica how has this podcast, Homies of Horror, changed your life? Oh, how sweet. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I think it's just really given me something to look forward to and a great creative outlet because that's one thing that part of the reason that I wanted to do a podcast was because I was just feeling like I didn't have anything creative to do that was really fulfilling to me. I mean, I had I had stuff, but nothing that was giving me enough of a boost to my creative juices where I felt happy about that. I just kind of felt like I was mm-hmm. really monotonously going to work and then coming home and I didn't really have anything fun to do. And... Mm-hmm one thing that always kind of gave me that without performing was when I would see a movie and get to talk about it. And so that was part of the reason that I wanted to do this was because it gave me an excuse to talk about a movie. At least once a day, I knew I was going to talk about a movie. And I think it's been so much more than I could have expected I've met so many people that I probably wouldn't have met and have gotten to talk to people who are equally as excited about things as I am and I'm sure you guys know how nice that feels it's one thing to talk to somebody about you know about something and maybe they're not as passionate about it as you and so yeah you're getting it out but you're not getting that reciprocation of excitement And so it feels really good to talk to people who are just as excited about the things that excite me. And so, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I, I, it has just really given me something to do and made me feel like I'm doing something creative and feeling fulfilled in that area of my life and giving me like something to look forward to every week because every week I know I'm going to stream with you on Monday and then I know I'm going to do this and so I'm always really excited for Mondays and Wednesdays because I know that these things are coming so Mm -hmm. so yeah I don't know it's just kind of brought back that I guess excitement for me and given me another goal to focus on And, you know, I feel like at our age, not to say that we're old, but I do think that once you get out of college, it's really, really important to continue to have things to look forward to. Because I feel like all throughout school, you're like, oh, I'm just looking forward to the day that I graduate and I get a job. 
And then once you get that job, it's like, okay, well now what the fuck? Like, <laughs> what, right. am, what am I doing? And so it's really, really nice to still have new things that I'm excited about and looking forward to and wanting to build on because I hadn't really felt that way in a long time. Like, mm-hmm. for a long time, I was like, okay, I'm going to go to work. I'm going to come home. I'm going to chill. And I'm looking forward to maybe, like, hanging out with my friends or, like, <laughs> you know, I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to this vacation. But now I'm just, like, looking forward to – I would consider this work, but it's, like, the funnest version of work that mm-hmm. I have. So, yeah. Oof. That's that. Homies, I don't know about y'all, <laughs> but I'm tearing up. Oh, my gosh. That was beautiful. The dramatics. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Somebody somebody pass me, pass me some Kleenex, please. Sir, um, we're going to have to ask you to please step off the flight. You are causing a disturbance, <laughs> and we're really trying to go. <laughs> no, but I, I feel that. I feel that. And honestly, it's probably the same for me, too, a lot of the things that you said. Um, just it's it's such a joy to do this every week. And I'm excited that even though we've done so much together already um, in regards to this podcast, that we're still both of a mindset that we want to do more and we want to keep it going. And I'm excited for the future. Like, I think we're going to do some really cool things with this. And, uh, you know, hopefully the homies enjoy that journey right along with us. Yes, I agree. Thank you again, homies, for, you know, coming along for the journey and thank you to anybody who comments or reaches out to talk or leave gives us requests recommendations or even just for listening like we we really are so grateful for that and it's just fun to know that we have so many homies out there who, you know, <laughs> are interested in hearing what we have to say and enjoy listening to us. And I am really looking forward to maybe, you know, figuring out some ways that we can do more with you guys, get more, have more kind of a communication with you guys and kind of, you know, be able to com- talk to the homies more one-on-one possibly um so we Mm -hmm. will keep you guys posted like we said we've got some ideas for this upcoming season we'll keep you guys in the loop we'll keep you posted if we have ideas we might spring them back and forth with you guys so just be on the lookout for that um if obviously we'll announce things like in our episodes but we might also head to social media to get your guys's opinions on things so if you aren't already, please follow us on our social medias. We are homies of horror on everything. Um, so if you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, you might see hear ahead of time our ideas about things or be able to give your opinions about things. Because like I always say, we, we really, really, really do appreciate hearing from you guys. And mm-hmm. we have gotten some awesome ideas, not only for episodes, but for different fun things off of the podcast from you guys. So yeah. keep it up, please. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And shout out to that one person that called me cute in the oh, comments. Oh, uh, my I God. Did, I did see that, and I have been riding that wave all week. So thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I should I knew that was gonna blow blow up your ego. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, also our email, if you would like to send us an email or corresp- correspond with us through email, is also homies of horror at gmail.com so if you would like to message us there feel free and we haven't stopped can't stop won't stop streaming on twitch on mondays yeah if y'all wanna if y'all wanna hang out with us live in real time uh stop by at my twitch channel um at nerdy millennial on twitch tv uh erica joins every single monday for our designated homie night where we hang out with all the homies and fans of the podcast, um, as well as our Twitch community as well. And we talk about some other horror movies and horror stuff that we can't quite fit into the podcast. And then we also play some fun, uh, spooky games as well. Mm-hmm. We just finished up playing Resident Evil 5, and that was a blast. Uh, so if you want to check that out, make sure to go on there and watch the videos. They're, they're still up. They should still be mm-hmm. up when most of you guys are hearing this. So go check those yep. out. And as always, if you guys are so inclined, you can go over to Apple Podcasts and give us a rating or a review. We very much appreciate it, and it helps other people get eyes on our podcast and helps us in the algorithm, I do believe. So if you homies have an Apple account and would like to do that, then we thank you kindly for that. But homies that is it for our very special episode and when you hear us next we will officially be launching season two of homies of horror so we will see you guys then have a great rest of your week and we'll catch you next monday homies catch you later bye